You are listening to Every Campus, the second of a two-part series on missions. Every nation as a movement plants churches to reach the next generation. Know more about our heart for reaching the campuses in this audio message from Pastor Edre Kanda. We're ending our series called Viral. So when we talk about viral, this means to spread, right? like a virus. And we're talking about, uh, last week we talked about uh, every nation that we're, as a, as a church, as a ministry, we are called to go out to every nation and spread, right? spread uh, the message of God in, in, in different countries. And we're going to be continuing with that. And uh, before I go on with our uh, topic today, I do want to, okay lang po ba? Uh, since gabi na naman, well, it's our last service for the day. Okay lang ba to, to pump up some energy? Can we play a game? Is it okay? Yeah, okay. <laughs> maraming, maraming pong salamat. Ayan, okay. So, this is what we're gonna do. This is a simple game. Okay? Um, we're gonna be playing some tunes and I just want you to guess the what the song is. We'll give you some prizes, pero... To add, if you can tell me who the singer is, that would be better. We'll add a price. Okay? Okay, okay po ba? Ayan. Tapos, if you wanna sing it, or dance it, then better. Okay? <laughs> so game po ba? Are we, are we, uh, are we good? Alright. Okay. First music. I don't know. Okay. Panahon ko to kaya dapat hindi ako magkamay. <laughs> it's Take On Me by Aha. Mm-hmm. All right. Congratulations. Can we give her a hand? Four additional candies. No, no, That's it. That's the only line I know. <laughs> Take On Me. Blah, blah, blah. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much. By the way, the guys going around, uh, see RJ and Kiko are some of our youth leaders. Yeah. Okay. Next song. Kilangan sayawin. Kilangan mesayaw. Okay. Para ano? Para. Ayun. Okay. Okay, Macarena by. Oh, okay lang. Oh, can you dance it though? <laughs> May you dance it. <laughs> All right, say thank you, thank you. Can can you give her a candy? Right. Who sang it? Kilala nyo ba? You guys remember who sang it? You know your music, huh? Any any tigers who sang it? You guys know? For candy, for chocolate. <laughs> Los Del Rios, okay. Okay, pa mic na Okay, okay na nasabi ko na yung sagot. Ayun. Okay na nasabi mo na. Oo nga. All right, next. Meron ba? Okay. <laughs> Mga 90s kids. Saligod? Meron saligod? Ayun! Okay. There, there. Okay. 
Sige, can we give her a candy? Okay. Sige, sige, si Husang Ice Ice Baby. Here. Ice candy. Ice, ice candy. Vanilla ice. Vanilla ice. All right. Congratulations. All right, one more. Ayan, okay. Mouse, mouse. Mouse, mouse. Yeah. Ah, uh, ano po? Sorry? Ay, hindi po. <laughs> but thank you po for trying. It's close. Okay. Okay, Adrian. Okay, Meron dito. Ayun, taga. Si ma'am. Sino na una? Okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Is it Hey Mickey? Hey Mickey. Okay. Who sang it? I don't know. <laughs> Sige, can we, ano, can Mickey Mouse? <laughs> Can we give a chocolate? Singer po! Who sang this? Dito sa harap meron. Yung, yung last name niya, parang ano, parang herb. Can we ano, give a mic? Tony Basil. Wow, alright. Congratulations. Do you have one more? One more, okay. Ayan, okay. Okay, thanks bro. Tama po, okay. Sino pong kumanda? Sige, can we give a candy? Who sang it? Si Go- Mickey Mouse, si Goofy, okay. Scooby-Doo. Who sang it? Who sang... Uh... Who let the dogs out? There, so good. Bada boys. Close, but no cigar. Okay. Kasi bawal ang cigar. <laughs> you raise up your hand. Okay. Anyone, anyone else? Meron dito kay Andre. Sige, okay. Bahamin. Wow, alright. Can we give her a hand? <laughs> Galinga, alright. Thank you guys. Can we give a hand to our volunteers? Woo! Anybody interesting? We know the song, but we don't know who sang it. At least most of us. Yung mga nakasagot, you guys are good. Okay, I had to Google each one of them just so I know who sang it. Okay. But here's the thing. The reason why we don't know who sang it is also their common thread. Okay, these songs, ito mga pinatugtugo kanina, they have one common thing. They're all one-hit wonders. Someone played the song, it went viral, it went around the world. Everyone knows the song. Even people outside of that era knows the song. But no one remember who sang it because after this, they came, they saw They conquered the world, and then they're gone. One-hit wonders. What actually we're going to talk about today, as we talk about, you know, as we continue with the series called Viral, is what exactly we should not be doing. The ministry that we have, what we're going to talk about, is that we don't want to be one-hit wonders. 
We're going to be talking about the strategy of, uh, of our movement, of our church. And as we talk about this, my prayer is, and as we talk about reaching the next gener- the, the, every nation, we have a very, very distinct strategy as, uh, as a ministry. But at the same time, it's not just gusto lang namin sabihin yung strategy namin sa inyo, but my prayer is that when after this message, that you will be able to take this home. And whatever we're going to be learning today, I hope that you, you, we will see this in our lives and in the lives of the people around us because I promise you and I tell you that this particular strategy will not only take this church or take Christianity away from being a one-hit wonder, but can, it can also literally change the nation. It can also literally change our country, our families even, or whatever God is doing in our lives. That this particular strategy that we're going to be talking about, if we see this happening in our lives, I tell you, God's goodness in your life, will you will see it not end in, with just you. You will see it affect the people around you. So are you guys ready for the word as we talk about what this strategy is all about? Alright, can we all stand up? And we're going to be reading from the book of Acts. Chapter 17, we're, we're just going to be reading from 16 to uh, 21. Uh, sorry, 16 to 18. And it says here, while Paul was waiting for them in Athens, he was greatly distressed, he was disturbed to see the city was full of idols. So he reasoned in the synagogue, or pag sinabi pong synagogue, it's like a local church gathering ng mga Jewish community. It's like, in our context, Victory Alabang. Okay? It's, the, it's the local church. He reasoned in the synagogue with the Jews and the God-fearing Greeks, but he did not stay there, as well as in the marketplace day by day with those who happened to be there. A group of Epicurean and Stoic philosophers began to dispute with him. Some of them ask, what is this babbler trying to say? Others remark, he seems to be advocating foreign gods. They said this because Paul was preaching the good news. Pakisabi po sa katabi, good news about Jesus and the resurrection. Let's all pray. God, we just want to thank you for your word today. I pray, God, that you minister to us, open up our hearts, open up our minds so that we will be able to understand and not just understand, God, but see this happening in our lives. We thank you and honor you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. All right. So we're talking about the strategy of the movement and how can we not become a one-hit wonder as a Christian that it will not just, you know, uh, we do great things and then it's gone. So the first part is, as we talk about, especially in verse 17, can we show verse 17 again? So he reasoned in the synagogue, yung local church, or where all the Christians during that time are gathering together, he did not stay there. Instead, he went also to the marketplace. He went outside the marketplace. That's where he went. And when we talk about the marketplace, during their time, um, it's called the Agora in, in uh, the Roman times. Yung place po na yan is where not just business happens, not just uh, trade and industry happens, but it's also, since it's also a place where philosophers and uh, educated people gather together as well to talk 
and discuss some debate. And this is also a very educational, uh, parang it's also comparable to an educational institution. Athens, actually, is the, like the center of knowledge during their time. At the, when we talk about the Greek culture, uh, Athens is a city in Greece. Na, so they're, they're passionate about knowledge and about um, learning. That's why universities and college started in that concept. And Athens is like the center of universities. Now, when we talk about marketplace, this can mean a lot of things sa buhay natin. Kumaga, what Paul is saying here, what the verse is saying here, hindi nagstay si Paul sa church lang. Hindi siya nagstay na, okay na ako dito, upo na lang ako, makikinig na ako. He decided, you know what, I'm gonna stand up, I'm gonna go out. The marketplace. The marketplace can mean so many things. It can mean your workplace, where God placed you to glorify Him with your work. This can also mean um, a place of influence where God placed you so that you can influence other people. It can also mean the campus. It can also mean, you know, your school. Where God placed you to have influence, to be an influencer. The marketplace. And Paul knew this. Paul understood this. That he should go out. He should not just stay in the church you know, maging comfortable and maging ganyan. But at the same time, Athens is also full of people who are uh, knowledgeable. They're, they're, they're like, they always talk about knowledge and arts and all that. And the reason why it's important for us to study this is because tama po, we should go out, we should go to the marketplace and reach out and really preach the, the word of God, but at the same time, isn't it more? Isn't it important? And would be a really, really good strategy. Na not just marketplace. We go to where the people in the marketplace start. The place where they start learning about what to do in their trade. The place where they start learning about the job that they will have. The place where they start understanding life and the real world. The campus. This is actually what we're going to be talking about today. We talked about every nation last week. We're talking about every campus this week. Why is this a strategy? How will reaching out to every campus will make, us, will make it sure for us that our ministry will not be a one-hit wonder? Lahat ng ginawang maganda ni God during this time. How can we be sure that it will not just end there? Because when we do every campus, when we reach out to the campuses, when we reach out, yes, to the nations and then to the campuses, we get to understand that it's the young people who's going to carry the ministry. It's the young people who's going to listen to us. They're the, young, they're the people who will continue what we are doing. Every campus. And that's why that's the strategy. So that it will not end with us. It's, uh, Pastor Steve Morell from his book, 100 Years From Now, said, without a vision to reach the next generation, all we have done and seen will be over in one generation. I, um, I, I, was, listen, I was looking at the news uh, a few days ago. And who among you are from either LaSalle or UST here? Ayan, okay. Not a lot. Okay. <laughs> But it's uh, game two of uh, UAAP final. Uh, tama, UAAP finals kanina. Lasal won. <laughs> Animo. Okay. And UAAP is one of like the most anticipated 
sports event that we have in the country, especially for the people, mga students na involved or mga taong ah, kasama yung school ko dyan. Actually, kahit yung mga taong hindi kasama yung school nila doon, they, you know, they, they, they want to watch. They, wanna, they, they wait for it. But something else caught my eye during this, this, uh, the, during this season of uh, the finals of UAAP. It's actually about the scalpers. Who, yung sila yung bibili ng ticket, ng ticket sa finals, tapos papatungan nila, ibibenda nila. Wala naman masama doon. Um, actually, I know someone, pinatungan niya ng mga worth 100-200 pesos. Kita naman yun eh. Business naman yun. Okay, sige, siya yung bumili. Pero lately, there have been advertisements online of people selling the tickets that would cost for, like, yung pinakamura, ginawa nilang 4,000 pesos. And the patron seats are for 45,000 pesos. It's just... And I realized, nag... Nanghihina tayo at nagagalit tayo sa news about PDAF, the pork barrel. When we look, and I realize this, that problem is not just a problem there. It actually originated from, this, from, the, from campus. Yung problema ng bayan natin, nanggaling sa campus yan. Lumaki silang ganyan. And this was an obvious, this was a, an evidence of the current problem that we have. People in the campus a lot of them are corrupt already. That's why it's so important for us to understand we should go to the campus. We want to see this country changed. We want to see this country turn around. We start going to the campus. We start discipling them even before they go to the marketplace. Pag nasa marketplace na yan, may mga sarili ng desisyon yan eh. But when we reach out to them as young people, get to build lives with them, man, Imagine the country that we will be building together if we keep going back to the campus. That's why it's a vision for us as a church. Yes, to reach out to every nation, but also to reach out to the campus. In fact, that's what we do. Every time we go out to, uh, to other countries for a 10 days mission trip, may ibang mga missionaries, they go to tribes and indig- indigenous people. Okay yun, they go to the forest. That's great, that's their calling. But tayo, ang calling po natin, every time we go out to the mission field, Campus pa rin. We go to the major campus in, in that country and start reaching out. Why? Because we know and we understand that we have to go out. At sino yung dapat pumunta? We need messengers. We need people who would choose to not be comfortable just being here. Who would choose to, you know what, I'm going to stand up. I'm going to choose to be there. I'm going to choose to go to the marketplace. Now, when we talk about the campus, usually, ang naiisip natin, ay yung pupunta ng campus, campus minister, or a person who, who's doing this full-time. I'm a campus minister, we do this full-time, we do go to the campuses, pero ilan lang po kami. This is a collective effort. This, we do this as one church. We're not just campus ministers. How about the teachers and the admins of that school? How about the students themselves? We got several students who realize, you know, we can't go to their campus because it's just too far or kulang na kami. They decided to start their own campus ministry. They want to reach out to their classmates. But not just the students. How about the parents? I mean, bago pa natin ipadala sa campus, i-reach out na natin sa bahay pa lang. Habang lumalaki. But in order for us to reach out to them, we have to understand and be discipled as well. 
Are we part of a discipleship group? Is someone looking after us? Also, if you're here and you're a parent, you want to reach out to your kids, you know, we're going to have a couple's dinner soon. Aim to really equip you. If you want to know more, please do go to our concierge and just ask about that. But we need messengers. We need people to go out. We need people not just to go out, but just people who will plant a seed, who will decide to, hindi ko pa kaya ngayon, pero ito yung kaya kong gawin. I'm going to help someone go there. I'm going to send someone go there by supporting them. Or I'm going to offer a prayer to these people. In fact, uh, the past two years, we've been sending out several missions team to uh, se- uh, different Asian countries, mostly com- composed of young people. I think I have some pictures here. We have Vietnam, Cambodia, Timor-Leste, and Malaysia. Most students here, I mean, no, not, not most, all students, hindi sila pwede mag-leave, di ba? At the same time, walang sweldo. Some of the students who went to the mission field, to other countries, are actually public, public school students. Some are scholars. They don't have their own money. But they dare to believe to go out. If students can do that, then I have no excuse to go out as well to every nation, reaching out to every campus. Why? Because they understood that they are messengers. And being a messenger means they have a message. In order for someone to be a messenger, they need to have a message. The message. And I tell you guys, the message that we're holding here is the only message that can turn this world around. It's the only message that can bring one person from destruction to life. The only message that can bring a person from eternal death to eternal life. The gospel. So when we talk about the gospel, we talk about, since it's, it's, it's the good news, we talk about the good, the bad news, and how we were apart from God, that because of sin, you know, we were separated from God, we, we are dying because of that, and we have eternal death, and sin came into our lives, and we cannot do anything about it. We try to fix these things by uh, doing rituals, but we can't. That's why the good news came. Jesus Christ dying on the cross because He knew we cannot pay for our sins. He knew that we cannot save ourselves no matter how much we try. He died, paid for our sins, but it didn't end there because there's a greater news. Because in the moment that He rose up again after three days, He gave us victory over our lives, declared sin powerless over us, that it cannot condemn us anymore, that it, sin cannot you know, affect our lives anymore as long as we hold on to that power of God through His resurrection. The Gospel. That message, since God overcomes sin, overcomes shame, overcomes death over my life, then what is... What's my finances compared to that? Diba? What's my sickness compared to that? What's my issue in my family compared to that? The good news. The gospel. That's what we're holding. Imagine the message Paul has. This is, this is what happened to Paul. When he saw and went to, uh, to the city of Athens, he saw there's so many gods. So many people trying to pay their way towards a God. And he said, man, if they, if they only know 
what the gospel is, then man, this is going to change their life. And that's why he chose to go there. He chose to say, I'm not going to be comfortable in just staying in the church. I'm going to go back to where the people are. I'm going to go to the marketplace. I'm going to go to where the students are. The gospel, this is our message. I actually have uh, some stories here. You show the first picture. His name is AJ. That's uh, during our Ignite conference. He's a uh, part of our missions team into Vietnam in 2011. And this guy's very, how do I say it? He's very, uh, young. he's an intelligent guy with no plans in life. You, you guys know that those kinds of people. He's intelligent, he's doing really well, he's a dean's lister, but then whatever happens in my life, you know, he's, he doesn't really know what, what he wants to do. Joined a mission strip. Raise up his own funds. Saw the gospel transforming foreigners in front of his eyes. Came back here deciding, you know what? I'm going to go full time. He's going to work for a time, but he's like, I'm, I'm going to be a pastor. Wow. Next picture. His name is uh, JJ, one of our leaders, also in the youth. And uh, he went to us in uh, Malaysia uh, during a mission trip. And this guy's really, you know, he, he's passionate about the gospel. He's just really passionate about that without really being obnoxious. He takes his time. And actually, when he came back, God showed him something during the trip to Malaysia, during the mission trip. Came back, and he started writing the gospel down, verse by verse. From He really studied it. And his reason for doing that is because he want to be equipped he want to have he want he knows he's carrying a weapon that is just so powerful he needs to be equipped about it so he tinago niya yon talagang pinag-aaralan niya every day he knows it's a part of his life every day and one time he has a classmate who's been praying for for the longest time this classmate actually came from a religious group na yung matutulis yung bubong i'll leave it at that okay so matutulis yung bubong niya and the guy said, what's wrong with you? Apparently, the guy's been watching him. What's wrong with you? Why are you so nice? I mean, we're mean, man. Why are you so nice? Immediately, he understood this is an open door for the gospel. Started sharing that to the man. In fact, sabi niya, hatid na kita sa inyo. Hinatid niya sa bahay. Before bumaba yung guy, Gave his life to Christ that very day. And he's now doing one-to-one with him. Next picture. Guy named, his name is Sean. Man, I don't have the guts that this guy has. Okay? Um, he shares to his classmates in his school. It's a, the name of the school is just so... Um, it's dangerous for him to preach Christianity there. Okay? I won't say na lang what the name of the school. It's a, it's a nearby school. And he was sharing the gospel. He received a letter from the admin. If he does not stop, they will expel him. Came up to me. Very day. Pag-uwi niya. Kuya Adre. Ano gagawin natin? Ayos ka. Bro, makikik out ka na. Siyempre, ayoko naman siya makikik out. Testimony niya yun eh. So he started, hmm. he started thinking about strategies. 
He would talk about, you know, he would always volunteer to do reports. He would always volunteer to, uh, to, to share his thoughts on a particular subject and then would find his way sharing about the gospel. Every single time. Why? Because he understood what the gospel is. He became so brave and so courageous. I kahit ma-expel. Although I told him, bro, wag naman ganun. But he was just so, I'm, my classmates need to hear this. Next picture. I'm really encouraged by this guy. You know, his name is Hassan. He has a Muslim background. But there are people that when you meet, you, you just know something's up. God has such a calling for someone. Now, if I won't go into details, but if you understand the background of this guy, he's, he literally has an international background. He studied in an international school. And his family, as soon as he graduated college, he's not just going to affect Philippines. This guy. Yung background niya. Ganun kalaki yung influence that God placed in him. He has no idea actually. He's still, he's chill, he's this. He would, you know, he'd, he'd hang out with friends. But then after hanging out, man, I started talking about the gospel. He started understanding what the gospel is. Started becoming a part of his life. I've actually seen someone really change from chill to man, what can I do? In fact, what he's doing now is he's doing one-to-one with several of his friends from his old school. He's the one who asked me, when can I do one-to-one? And just to know, I mean, just yes, one-to-one lang ngayon yan. Pero just to know the impact of this man, the, the impact that this man will cause the world soon, is just so, we, we have to get them discipled. Next picture. His name's Ezra. During his uh, Bible class, he heard the new teacher talking about Jesus and good works. You know, Sige, you believe in Jesus, but you need to also do these things to be saved. Raised up his hands and said, Ma'am, mali po atayan. Man, the guts of these guys. I have nothing of their guts during their, their time. And he started talking to the teacher. Of course, galit yung teacher sa kanya. Pinatigil siya. He was asked to stop. But because of what he did, start, classmates started going up to him. What do you mean? What do you mean that's wrong? Became an open door for the gospel. Ginawa niya, he brought them out of the school. There's a McDonald's in front. Somewhere in Binyan. Brought them to McDonald's. And from that day on, started from a small life group to now one of our campus ministries. Without a campus missionary, he's leading the whole thing. Why? What made him go from, I really don't care, to this, to this, to, man, I want to see my classmates know the gospel. The gospel. And this guy has the music team coming up. Next picture. This was actually from a mission trip to Cambodia. And the guy in the middle is wearing black stripes. His name is Sukao. This guy has been attending our church in 
Cambodia because of friends. He, he, he's having a great time there because of friends. No other reason. In fact, he's an atheist. He would say it. I don't believe in God. And he's actually studying civil engineering. And for, in that country, for someone to study civil engineering, that's already coming from war, coming from poverty. That's, man, this guy has a vision. He's not rich. But he's like, you know, I'm not going to study what everyone else is studying. I'm going to study civil engineering. I want to build, you know, he has a vision for Cambodia and all that. But, you know, he would, nah, I really don't believe in God. I believe in science. And he talk about science to us. He's not really against each other, but it, he was just really sold out. In fact, a lot of 10 days mission team have gone through him already. He said the same thing. So when we got there, we were all like, eh, paano yun? Ganun, eh, lahat pala, kinausap na siya eh. But he got close to us. Actually, RJ is part of that team. He got close to us that he became like a brother. Kasi, alam mo yung, first time ko naramdaman yun eh, kasi I grew up in a Christian home eh. Meron akong kapatid na hindi kilala si Jesus. Ayaw maniwala kay Jesus. Alam mo yung burden na nabuo. So, RJ was talking to me. He felt like a brother. Na parang, hindi <laughs> pwede eh. And we have what? 10 days with him. So what happened? I, I would talk to him. But this man, the guy wearing the Yakal UP, hindi siya taga UP. Ayaw niyong pagmalaki. <laughs> this guy's from UP. Started feeling the burden. Man, if only he knows what the gospel is. But what's the difference? Ilang 10 days team na yung pumunta sa kanya eh. We're just, we're just regular people. Started just sitting down with this guy. Started talking about science. Buti na lang may kasama kami taga-UP, di ba? Started talking about science. In fact, we looked for a book in a Christian bookstore just to really discuss more things with him. There was this book that we saw. He started attending church four months ago. The book was printed five months ago. And it was, it was talking about God, science, and the gospel. It's, a, it's the gospel at the ending. He gave him the book. RJ talked to him about it. And then, no reaction at all. So we left it at that. And then several days after, we still hang out with him. Before we leave, the night before, we gave him the book, mga... Three days, three, three, three days before we leave. The night before we leave, we were, we were hanging out. And, papalam na kami, yan, bye, we want to say, we want to thank them, and all that. And, medyo niloloko namin kasi, we want to bring some of them to Ignite, uh, to our Ignite conference. Ako, ako ang nasa isip ko, pag ito hindi pa na-encounter si God sa Ignite, ay, ewan ko na. <laughs> eh, ayaw niya, nangungulit pa, nauna pa, ah, I don't want to go to the Philippines, I don't have money, mga ganun siya. But that night, that particular night, he said, we were saying goodbye. Oh, I know, uh, we won't, we'll see you in the Philippines. But soon, I will see you there also. We were all. Nagsistir ba yan? Pag ito nangaasar lang, upang ito. So we're like, what happened? Is he serious? Is he believing what he's saying? We went home, started praying, God, ano naman? Meron na ba yun? Meron na ba yun? But we weren't content. So we were, God, check pa namin na. So the day, that morning, we're about to leave mga lunchtime, met with us to eat breakfast. 
And we decided, you know, we're going to shoot a video, a uh, thank you video, you know, messages from them before we leave. So we decided to get them. And RJ was uh, taking a video of him. And this is what he said. Um, I want to thank the Alabang team for coming here. Because before, I didn't know who Jesus was. Now I know. Thank you. NR, pero sa amin parang, Wow! God, grabe. Okay na kami. So, alis na kami. Um, we were gonna take a bus from Phnom Penh to Vietnam to, to Ho Chi Minh. Kasi yung airport namin. And while we were crossing the border, he finally sent a text. I wanna thank you for coming here. Because before, I didn't know who you were. Now you're my brothers in Christ. And we were... <laughs> God, thank you, thank you. Why? What changed a man from having no belief to being, man, I want to I wanna follow Christ now, the gospel. In fact, this year he went to Ignite, worshipped with us, together with thousands and thousands of students, together. Man, that was, that was a sight to see. And we met him in a 10 days mission. And we reached out to the campus. At the end of it, the reason why we're preaching this to everyone here, our goal is as a ministry, is we do want to make the gospel so viral in this generation in every campus. Because we understand that the only thing that can change this world, the only thing that can change this country, is not by changing the external things, but by having and letting young people experience a change of heart that only the gospel can do. And when we do that together, you know, sometimes we, we don't understand. Lord, ano, may plano ka ba dito sa anak ko? May plano ka ba dito sa kapatid ko? Eh, parang manloloko lang eh. Di ba? Parang nakakaasar. Gusto kong batukan minsan. God has a plan for that guy. Eh, mahihain to. Wala namang ginagawa to. God has a plan for that guy. For the students here. The only thing. You may have ideals in your life. I want to be this, I want to be that, I want to be this. But really, the only thing that can fully satisfy you is the gospel of Jesus Christ alone. We hope you were inspired by that message. Victory's heart is to disciple not just our culture and community, but also the world. You can be part of this vision by joining us in praying for our missionaries, or even by giving to our mission's efforts. Every hand extended in support makes a difference in bringing the gospel to the nations. Thank you, and stay connected.